welcome back to the Randy Canales podcast. If this is your first time listening, welcome. I hope you guys enjoyed that new intro music or song or whatever you have here. Um, I kind of like it. I don't know if I'm going to keep it on future episodes or not, but I kind of like it. It's a little bit dark. It's a little bit mysterious, kind of like me. <laughs> but anyways, I want to uh, get this podcast or get this episode started. I'm going to kind of just dive right into it here with my podcast guest, Alexis. Uh, there is a link here in the bio of the description of this podcast where you can read the full bio, the full description of Alexis, and you can also follow her on all of her social medias, uh, which is going to be her two main Instagram. Instagram accounts. So check out the description below, give her a follow, and let's dive right into this episode with Alexis and uh, kind of a little bit of a funny teaser here, a little bit of a pre-roll recording that I got here in the beginning. I I left it in there because I thought it was a little funny. So let's go ahead and dive right into this podcast now. You know any like really good deep breathing techniques or anything like that? Do you follow Wim Hof by the way? I do, a little bit. I haven't follow follow him, but I've seen his like... know his stuff and yeah, I am more yogi. Like I like the alternate nostril breathing or the lion's mm-hmm. breath, where you breathe in through your nose, exhale through your mouth, stick your tongue out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Um, and then, what are some other ones? I mean, there's just the regular ujjayi. We were practicing yeah. the cooling breath, like it's summertime. Yeah. So if you're a runner and you're like outside walking and you're really hot, you can do like a whistle or a really big smile. So if Interesting. you, some people curl their tongue, but I can't do that. So okay. if you like, just make a whistle shape and go. The air's really cold. And you just close your lips and yeah. exhale. So normally you would like inhale through your nose when you're running, you know. Yes. I like if I get too hot, then I do the cooling breath. So you can also do it like Okay. And you'll feel that air through your teeth. Try it. It's I oh, through your teeth? Yeah. Like just breathe through your teeth. I don't know if I could do that. I don't know. It feels weird. <laughs> it, feels, <laughs> it feels weird. Channel your like snake yeah. vibes. Yeah. <laughs> I think it sounds like hissing to me, but it's like, okay, that's interesting. And the air is really cold. Interesting. Okay. I'm gonna have to learn some more. I I did some breathing techniques. We can actually start recording actually. Wait. Yeah, go for it. Um, I, well, actually I, I was already recording and realize it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I did some breathing. Well, actually, I should, I should talk about this for the show. So let's, let's, let me go ahead and introduce you to the show. Okay. Um, <clears throat> All right, guys, welcome to another episode of the Randy Canales podcast. I am your host, Randy Canales, and thank you for tuning in on another episode. Uh, Today, I'm excited because I have my friend, a new friend and a (laughs) newly discovered neighbor that we live in the same building, uh, Alexis. And Alexis, how do you say your last name? I don't think I've seen, I don't even know what your last name is, actually. Musso. Musso. Okay, I thought I saw that somewhere. Okay. Yeah, I hide it a little bit, but Alexis Musso. It is really hard to say. I get musso a lot, but I always say moose plus O. It's Italian. Oh, it's Italian. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Very, very cool. Well, uh, you seem like a very interesting character. Uh, I've been following <laughs> you on Instagram and you have some very cool stuff. looks like you're very much into the health space and the wellness space. So uh, definitely want to just, you know, hear a little bit more about you, your story and where you come from and just all yeah. that good stuff. So like, I guess we'll just start there. Um, Let's do it. Who is Alexis? <laughs> <laughs> Woo, where to start? Yeah. So I am Alexis. I grew up in Dallas. I'm mm-hmm. living in Houston now. Obviously, that's how we met. I am a chemical engineer by degree and I work as a project manager. Um, and then I have my passion is I am a yoga teacher and a holistic health coach. So I do those on the side and I've been just getting deeper and deeper into my passions. And I kind of think we had a really good conversation about that when we met on the roof. Yes. So I'd love to touch on some of that. Yes. I don't quite know where to begin. Do you want me to like start (laughs) from the beginning? Yeah, let's, let's dive right into that. Okay, let's do it. So I guess growing up in Dallas, we, you know, went to all girl Catholic high school, mm. um, and we were Catholic, right? So mm-hmm. I always tell people like my first remembrance of my passion is health Yeah, is we had 40 days of Lent and you normally like give something up right. at school or something. Right. And so I gave up soda. This is okay. one of my favorite stories. So I gave up soda Okay. because my mom would drink a soda every day yeah. and I was trying to tell her to stop drinking it. Cause even as like a little girl, I was like, mom, like I know this isn't good for you. You right. know, I was probably in some like health class at the time. Right. And <laughs> she, I knew she had high blood pressure. We used to go for walks every day just to help her balance that out. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to give up soda for 40 days of Lent and prove to my mother that she can do it. Okay. <laughs> um, so that's like the earliest that I can really remember. And I'd made it and like, I never have drank soda again since that day. Wow. She not, not quite so much, sure, but sure. <laughs> she's it's, still off and on about it all the time. Yes. That's um, tough. But it was super cute. And I still think my parents 
always take inspiration from me, but you still have to, you know, decide it for yourself. Oh, for sure. And then in high school, I also got into cheerleading. I had been a soccer player. So I've, I've always been into sports athletes. I love team sports. I love just play like playing outside. Right. Mm -hmm. Yep. And so I was soccer for a while. And then when it got to high school, it got pretty competitive and I was like tired of it being all about winning or losing. Hmm. I don't, there was some shift that occurred and I was like, I don't, even if we lose, we did our best, right? Like that's all you can do. Right. And so I just remember people get so upset if we didn't win. And I was like, I'm over this. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, I'm going to do cheerleading and I'm going to like cheer people on and, it just sounded fun and different. I'd never done it before ever and tried out for the team and made it. And mm. I was a base, um, but had so much fun over those years. I will say though, that kind of led me into health as well because all of the girls were like super fit, super, yeah. super thin, right? It's kind of like the age where like a looks matter kind of oh, yeah. like guys are Absolutely. paying attention. Yeah. Especially as cheerleaders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All the eyes are on you in the stadium. Oh yeah. So I was starting to get more into nutrition and like I would started making my own lunches and, mm-hmm. you know, instead of like ordering stuff for my parents, when I started making my own lunch lunches. I remember reading those magazines mm-hmm. that have like, I don't even know, like recipes or like weight loss tips. I don't even know. It was like magazines back in the day or those girls magazines. I don't remember what they were called. 17 okay. or something. Oh, I remember seeing those. Yeah, Different yeah. ones like I mean, that. I didn't, I didn't read them, but I, I remember seeing them. In yeah. The <laughs> yeah. Like those are so big yeah. back in the day and like now they're not. Yeah. Um, so I, I think my journey into health and like doing it for myself kind of was then. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of maybe from, I always say like sort of a toxic mindset of, oh, I want to look pretty, mm. which was a good start. But then when I got into college, I had another shift and mm-hmm. it was like, I want to feel good too. Mm-hmm. So when I went to college, I was eating all of that dorm food or okay. campus food. Right. And I just started feeling so sluggish and I wasn't really playing a sport. I mean, we had intramurals at Texas A&M. That's where I went Okay. and did that here and there. I would go for walks, maybe the gym and the apartments, but I wasn't, I just felt more sluggish. And I was like, mm. I don't know if it's the food or not having the sport. Or mm. I don't know what it was. Right. A little bit of everything maybe. Yeah. So one summer, that summer after freshman year, I remember going home and I was reading, I started reading up on like cancer Okay. because I kind of, you know, considered doing pre-med. So I guess... <laughs> To back that up just a bit, I always say when I was applying to college to Exilium, I looked at nutrition as a major okay. <laughs> and my dad was like, I always tell people, I'm like, my mm-hmm. dad was like, that's not a real degree. <laughs> and I was like, it is a real degree. He's like, well, you're probably going to end up in the hospitals, like writing nutrition plans for patients. And I was like, what? <laughs> and um, so he was like, you need to do STEM, mm, you know, science, science math, engineering, right. engineering, one of those like STEM fields, right. all of our family, all of our aunts and uncles had really were engineers or doctors, to be honest, a few accountants. And so I was like, okay, I'll do chemical engineering. And my two reasons were it's kind of making things, like you're kind of making stuff in a sense, making products. It was, I loved math and science more than I really liked any of the other subjects. Mm. And I always say like, told myself, okay, if I can get through chemical engineering, I can do anything. Right. right? Oh, it's yeah. like That's not a- known as an easy major. And mm-hmm. I was like, let's just see if I can do it. I was like, honestly, just curious. And I crushed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ob- obviously. 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 <laughs> I survived to say the least. I right. um, had some really good friends. And so I had always had nutrition kind of in the back of my mind, even though I was doing all these other things on the surface of like what people expect you to do. Right. And so I would still self-study the -hmm. nutrition stuff. So I was reading these books on cancer. I was like, maybe I can do engineering into doctor school or something. And so I'd read this book by like Chris Carr. um, It's like crazy, sexy diet for cancer or something. And how she kind of put her stage for cancer in remission. And I read a few others, but that one really stuck out to me. Right. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to try to be vegetarian and see if that helps with my brain fog and my sluggishness. Right. So that's kind of where I'm like recapping back to that. Right. And so I started being vegetarian. I just like sort of made a decision one day. And that whole summer when I was at home, I every day would try to convince my dad to get me a Vitamix. Okay. So that's the Vitamix I still have to this day. Okay. Yeah. Those things last <laughs> I have a, uh, a blunt tech, those things last for, for, I mean, they better as much as you pay for them. Right? They were rivals back then. I remember it was, I was like either the Vitamix or the blend tech. And I was yeah. like, Ooh, what do I do? Right. Um, and so I would tell my dad, I really want a Vitamix. Like I can make all like smoothies and soups mm. and I can make all stuff in it. And so one day he comes home with this big smile on his face mm. and he, he said, guess what I did today. And I was like, what did you do? And I was like, you know, my dad yeah. never really acts like that. He's uh-huh. very like stri- strict and yeah. like straight A's like, come on. Right. Um, and I was like, and he pulled out the box of the Vitamix and I was like, oh my gosh. And I freaked out <laughs> and I loved it. And I made so much stuff. So 
I kind of got into eating colors and eating vibrant through the vegetarian. I was like, I want to eat really vibrant things because you can do that wrong. You yeah. know, like oh, if yeah. you go vegan and you eat Oreos the whole time, yeah, they're vegan, but you're going right. to feel like shit. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know how that is. Yes. So you still have to make mindful choices. And I had a burst of energy doing that for the next few years. And at the same time, I dealt with a lot of judgments, which okay. was really interesting Okay. in the sense of you would get judgment from people who had also never been vegetarian. Mm. That to me blows my mind. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm right. like, I'm doing something because I'm trying to feel better. Right. And then you're like, why don't you eat me? Why don't you do this? Yeah. Like, la la la. Like, it's not going to kill you. And I'm like, it's not about that. Right. I just want to feel better. Right. And right. so people kind of project their opinions on you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it just cracks me up because I'm like, well, have you ever tried to be vegetarian? Like, right. have you have you done it to see if it helps you feel better? Like, right. okay. So right. anyway, I just thought that was really interesting to me. And I learned through that. I'm not vegetarian anymore for mm-hmm. the audience. But I learned through that journey mm-hmm. that you have to do it for you. Right. Right. It, yeah. I, it wasn't about doing it for other people and to not worry about what other people say because n- not everybody will ever accept you. People That's will true. always judge you. Oh, yeah. So no matter you, what. Uh huh. So no you've got to do it for you. Yeah. And that's what I did. So I did that for a while and loved it. And then I got out of college and um, shifted away from that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, the only other thing I remember in college too was my allergies were really bad. And actually, hmm. my boyfriend and I were talking about this earlier today because he he jokes. He's like, "You still mm-hmm. have allergies?" And I'm like, "No, you don't understand. I was on a prescription allergy medicine, mm-hmm. and I would get like." sniffles and a sore throat and then I would get a cough and it would last for weeks I could wow. not figure out how to shake it sometimes wow. um and I can hear like the little voice judgments being like that's probably because you're a vegetarian uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just remember like kind of going through that and my dad has really bad allergies so it could partially be genetic genetics right right and then I what kind of flipped the switch there was a few things happened I remember I took my well one I was taking that prescription allergy medicine and it was mm-hmm. making me drowsy mm. and one day I rode my bike to class and back and it had rained the night before mm-hmm. and I biked and turned in like a puddle of water and it sl- my bike slid out from under me and I hit the pavement Ooh. and I like chipped a tooth oh, and was like man. my face was like scratched and I, I was scared I mean I called my mother and a friend and I was like can you come over right um and we were on the phone with my mom trying to make sure I didn't have a concussion right but that was kind of like a pivotal moment where I made a decision. I don't want to take medicine. Yeah. I was like, I will figure out another way to get rid of my allergies. Yeah. So then I, I remembered sometimes the Zycam, my, my roommate would share with me. She had it. Mm. It made me feel better. I was like, what was in that? Hmm. And Zycam is sort of a synthetic zinc. Okay. And so my brain was like, maybe I need some minerals right, or electrolytes or right. something like that. Yeah, yeah. So I started researching that. I started taking some zinc. I also started taking some local honey that does work wonders as well. Mm-hmm. And I swear, I don't know where the, my allergies went. They just disappeared. I wow. mean, I do get like occasional right. sniffles like all people, but I, nothing to the extent of that. And it could have been, I partially moved to Houston. And mm. I also, I would make like essential oil capsules with mm-hmm. like oil of oregano if they really flared up. Like okay. lemon, oregano. Yeah. So I had, I started making little tricks up right. my sleeves. Re- home to, remedies. Yeah, yeah. To things that worked for me. And I just, through all of this, I was like, I constantly am self-studying that. How do I make myself feel better? Like, yeah. what are my tricks? What are my strategies? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it kind of started all from those. Like those are all little things. And right. I just like to reminisce back on those because they were important moments in my life that inspired me to take care of myself. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. So then I got out of college and just started working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> chemical engineer. Okay. And I would say that sort of brought me to yoga because you start working long hours. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure like you've worked a desk job, mm-hmm. you know, or we all work long yeah. hours. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. It's no longer like you're going to class and back and you've got some spare time in between to go work out. Right. 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 Um, <clears throat> so you're at a desk forever all day. And I had a, like a long commute, like as a chemical mm. engineer, you usually work at a plant that's not in the city. Oh So I would just, I remember I was driving home and I would just get so tired. I was scared scared I was going to fall asleep in the car, wow. which is scary. That is really scary. And I'm sure a lot of people feel like that. I mean, yeah. you can jam music, you can blast AC, you can take caffeine, mm-hmm. but none of those are like super sustainable. No, yeah, right. No, right. And so I just was like, okay. So I started noticing things happening in my health. I was getting really stiff. I was getting really tired. Mm-hmm. I was doing hit workouts mm-hmm. and sort of like playing with the P90, the Insanity, HIT, CrossFit. I sort of played with some of those. Okay. And I remember one time we were doing, 
I want to say it was like an insanity, but any hit workout really. Mm-hmm. And we weren't completely warmed up. I'm not sure we really stretched and we had mm-hmm. been, I had worked all day. Mm-hmm. And so just going hard into the workout. And I remember like I sort of twisted and it didn't quite feel right. And mm-hmm. the next day when I woke up, I, I knew I'd strain my back because Ooh. I could like not bend over. Yeah. And I was like, Oh my, my muscle was spasming. Yeah. I was like, what did I do? Ouch. And that was the first time where I was like, I'm not getting enough movement. Yeah in my work day. Right. And so I, after I healed that, I was a little scared to go back to hit and hard workouts. Mm-hmm. So I started going to yoga mm-hmm. and Pilates mm-hmm. and gentler things like bar, even that can be hard though, walks. And I just fell in love with those. They made me feel so much better, not yeah. only from like the physical movements right. and breath, but also the breath helped me be less stressed. Mm. Right. Or I had more mental clarity in my work day because I was kind of connecting mind and body, deeper awareness and things like that. I was sleeping better. It was, mm. it was probably helping my sleep a little bit too. Right, yeah. <laughs> probably sleeping deeper after like deep breath work. Absolutely. And you just move in different, like for yoga too, you're moving in different ways. Like you're moving in shapes. I call it, I say you're making shapes. Like okay. we make shapes yeah. in class. Yeah. I mean, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> so you're making like different shapes using smaller muscles that you don't use. Like if you're running or right. even if you're lifting weights, like I do like lifting weights yeah. here and there. Like that's good for the body. Good for the muscles. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's just moving in different ways and getting all of those different movements is mm-hmm. overall health. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yoga is not easy. <laughs> um, I mean, I've done a few yoga classes here and there. I'm definitely not, not an expert. So we're uh, going to get you to a class. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm down, I'm down. I'm going to be on the, I'm going to be on the struggle bus. Uh, but, um, yeah, it's, it's crazy. I mean, I, I don't do it as often as I should. Um, but yeah, just like you said, yoga really does focus on, on all the little muscles and you really don't like, I am struggling. Like I've considered myself like pretty active, pretty fit. Uh, but when it comes to yoga, I'm like, man, I'm like, shaking. A, yeah, I'm shaking. I'm struggling. I'm sweating like crazy. I'm like, and it's not even a hot yoga class. It's just a regular right. yoga class. And then, then you yeah. like add the hot yoga on top of it. Yeah. Yeah. Hot yoga, I'd be, I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't survive a hot yoga class. At least not right now. I have to <laughs> work my heat. way. Into, into, oh my gosh. You're in Houston <laughs> in the humidity. I, um, I recommend like, in general, I recommend a yoga class a week. Yeah. I say like, that's your stretching for the week. Yeah. If you're not a big stretcher before and after your workout, I'm like not, just sneak in that once a week yoga class. Yeah, yeah. I need to do that. And that way you kind of feel like you checked a box. Right. Like, I stretched this week. That's good. Right. Um, it's still great to stretch before your workouts. I'm not saying don't oh, do that. Oh, it does. Yeah, hundred yeah. no, percent. So. And I don't, I don't do it as nearly as I, as much as I should. So I should definitely incorporate at least yoga. Like you said, once a week, I think that'll be very beneficial. Mm-hmm. Um, especially first for people like I, I mainly do weights and do workouts like that. But, um, yeah, I think it would be great. Uh, it'll probably improve my movement or it would, it would improve my movements. It will. Yeah, yeah, it will. It, it helps support other fitness mm-hmm. modalities for sure. Absolutely. And so honestly, I was probably in the best shape of my life when I was doing that. Uh huh. And when I was doing it for me now as a teacher, I, I work out a little bit less for me and I kind of want to get back into doing things for me. Sure. Um, but I was in some of the best shape of my life and I, I was like, this is incredible. I want to train to teach this. Yeah. And I kind of had spare time on the weekends and yeah, I don't know. I'm just used to being a really busy person. (laughs) I was like, I was like, sure. Why not? So I looked around at studios, you know, the really big ones, black swan, some of those, and none of their like training times worked with my work schedule schedule, until I found this boutique studio at Mm -hmm. the time it was called be yoga. Okay. And it was, they had just opened and they were going to lead their first teacher training and it was weekends only, mm. which worked for me. Okay. And so I was super excited. I signed up and it was five of us and outstanding five girls, Mel and Kara were the owners at the time. And mm. they did all the teacher training. Phenomenal. I loved their training. I still highly recommend it. It's, it's great. It's one of yeah. the best in town. Interesting. Um, and, and that's called, uh, what is it called again? B? It was B Yoga. It's now the Studio B. Oh, you Studio so, Okay, I've heard of Studio B. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They switched the name a little bit because now we offer so much more than yoga. Okay. So it's like they kind of like took the yoga out and put the studio in because we offer TRX, aerial, okay. so many like fun, we offer sculpts, you know, yeah. we have a bunch of other fun classes now. So we kind of yeah. made it a little more general. Yeah. Um, so I trained there, started teaching a few times a week, really loved it. And I've, I've taught other places around town with my certification. So B is not a hot studio for mm-hmm. anybody in Houston that wants to come by. It's just, you know, we probably keep the room at like 75. I mean, you'll, you'll definitely work up a sweat yeah. <laughs> and the AC normally kicks on at the end of class, which is yeah. nicely timed Perfectly. because it like cools people back off, but it's not a hot yoga. Right. And so a few times in my journey of teaching, I was like, you know what? I kind of want to try to teach a hot yoga. I do like hot yoga, mm-hmm. uh, just not all the time. Cause it right. can be very draining. Yeah. And so I taught hot for a bit. I did that for a while at Southern flow at lifetime. And 
eventually I just kind of was like, mm, this is a little much for my body. And mm-hmm. like I'm saying, like I wanted to create more space in my schedule again for things for me. Yeah. Um, but enjoyed teaching at those places as well. Okay. And then now I kind of started creating my own events. So I know we talked about how I started my new Insta page called Wellness for Hugh. Yes, Wellness for Hugh. Tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, so Wellness for Hugh is kind of a a blend of everything I love, okay. honestly. Mm-hmm. And it's inspired by kind of the pages you see, like the food pages for Houston yeah. or the coffee shop pages for Houston. I was like, let's have a wellness page for Houston. Right. Like wellness spots around town that you can go to, to feel better. Yeah. And so it blends everything I love because I'll feature like movement spaces mm-hmm. or I'll feature food spaces, I'll feature massage, acupuncture, chiropractor, anything crazy, Reiki. I'm like, I'm all about it. Anything goes. (laughs) If it's going to help you feel better, let's try it. Right. Let's try it out. Let's try it out. And so it kind of, what it blends for me is kind of the movement, food, self-care, and also community. Okay. Because to me, I don't have any family in Houston, Mm -hmm. so I don't know. That's something I can share, but I don't really have any family here. So yeah. the community and my friends here are my family. Right. So community is really important to me. And yeah. through the studio, like I've learned to like build a community, the community comes back for your class. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just so fun. Like I, as a teacher, when you go around town to a cafe or something, you always run into a student or another mm, teacher or right. someone in the fitness space that maybe you met with when the studios did a collab. Right? right. So it's so fun. I love running into people and being like, Hey, how are you? Like mm. it just makes the world a little smaller, which right. is, can be good and bad. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I would say mostly good. For the most mostly part. good. Cause it kind of, it makes it feel like home. Right. So that's why I like it. So it, it puts all of that together in my motto is also we rise by lifting others up. Okay. So I love helping most of the places I feature on Wallace for you are more locally owned or small business owned, especially in the Heights. You know how we have right. a ton of those. Yes. So it's people like you and me, like trying to create and offer a service for mm-hmm. people. And I just love that. That's um, awesome. So yeah. I so that's, that. so that's wellness for, so your Instagram handle is at wellness for H O U. H O U. Short for Houston. Wellness for Hugh. Wellness for you. Yeah. Okay. Short for Houston. Wellness for Hugh. Okay, cool. Awesome. Yeah. So, um, that is really cool. That's really interesting. And I'm curious because let's, let's backtrack a little bit here. Uh, you mentioned you were a vegetarian. I'm curious, how long did that go on for? How long were you a vegetarian I did it for? about three years. Wow, that is a long time. Yeah. So I did a, I did a vegan diet for um, a lot shorter than that for uh, three weeks. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so I didn't do three years. I think I dabbled um, in that for three weeks too. <laughs> yeah, it's not easy. Um, I was like, where's my cheese? <laughs> where's my cheese? Yeah, I love cheese. I'm personally. Italian. I'm like, I need a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I need a pizza. Where's my spaghetti? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> That was the worst like Italian accent ever. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, I did uh, the vegan thing for a little while, uh-huh. and I felt really good doing it. Honestly, yeah. uh, I, but I missed having just like that. I, I love meat, so I missed mm-hmm. having that. So I had to incorporate that back into my diet. But I wanted to try something different, and I read this book by Doctor Michael something. He wrote a book called uh, How Not to Die. What was it? Mm. I had to pull it up here? Oh, here it is. Uh, Michael mm. uh, Doctor Michael uh, Greger. He's a he's a medical doctor. And it's a really good book. You would probably yeah. like it. And he just talks about all this stuff about studies, about cancer and all these preventative diseases just simply by just eating healthy foods. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's really promoting more of like a vegan diet in this book. But um, after I read that book, I was like, oh, wow, like I need to go vegan. Like I, there's like all these diseases I need to avoid. And I still think that's true. Um, and you can probably resolve a lot of chronic illnesses just simply by eating better mm-hmm. and um you mentioned your mom used to drink a lot of co- I, that was me i used to drink like two cans of coke a day yeah I, I know i know it was disgusting it was disgusting i i like hardly ever 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 drink coke now but um this was a few years ago uh it was, it was like in my early 20s when i was doing that and then i one day i decided i'm not gonna drink coke anymore so i did drink coke for like six months and that's the only thing i changed i didn't change my diet i didn't mm. work out anymore or any anymore and that's the only thing that changed for six months yeah, and what'd you notice? I lost like 20 pounds. Wow. It was like 15, 20 pounds, like just by doing that, just by eliminating Coke. Cause I was mm. just taking in so much sugar every day. Believe from it. Coke. Oh my God. It was, it was terrible. <laughs> and I felt better. I felt better. My skin was better. And I was about to say your energy level was probably better. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's insane. Like just what, what this stuff does to you. And here I am like drinking a monster energy drink. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know yeah. now there's like all the other like devil things, right? Like you can't yeah. have too much caffeine, like right. so much. <laughs> yeah. But I, I definitely try to stay away from sugar. Um, like everything that I like stuff like this is like, almost zero sugar, but we all need a boost um, every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> I needed one today. I was like, ah, I feel a little, little kind of dragging here, but, um, yeah, that's crazy. So, so you were uh, a vegetarian for three years yeah, and, um, yeah. what's your diet like now? What are you typically eating now? Yeah. Uh, that's a really good question. I, 
really just try for whole foods. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) I know that's kind of simple, right? Right. But whole foods and the quality. Mm -hmm. So choosing organic, pasture-raised, grass-fed. I still can't quite eat a lot of red meat. I still struggle with that one just because I didn't eat it for so long. It kind of creeps me out and I faint at the side of blood. So (laughs) like my brain's still sort of like red meat blood. Yeah. Um, But I will say whole foods, organic, quality if you can colors Mm -hmm. i try to get at least three colors in every meal and that's something i work with on my clients we can we can get into the health coaching too in a bit i think that was what the vegetarian helped me do Mm. the vegetarian helps helped me eat more colors right and that's probably what people generally feel better because colors are basically different vitamins minerals nutrients right so if you get different colors in every meal and you get diversity of foods you're getting all of the vitamins and minerals you need Mm. so i say it turns your meal into a multivitamin interesting so that's like my motto right and i and i've done like plant-based meal delivery services and then i just maybe put some like pasture-raised chicken on top and I just feel really good about it. That's really Um, good. So I, I think whole foods, colors, focusing more on the like protein, fats, carbs Mm -hmm. than the sugars, obviously. Yeah. And just being mindful of also like what you drink versus what you eat. There's a lot of hidden things in drink. Oh yeah. Drinks. I'm a sucker for sparkling water. Um, so (laughs) you know, even some of those you got to watch. Right. Yeah. And then probably the last thing, like I always tell my clients is joy is a nutrient. Mm -hmm. I just really feel like we need to share that with the audience. So joy is a nutrient, right? So you don't have to be perfect a hundred percent of the time, because if you start trying to be perfect about it, Mm -hmm. you've lost like the love for food. Right. And that's an emotional kind of like attachment or guilt. You're like putting with your body, like, Oh my God, if I eat this, like it's going to be so bad for me. And and we all do it. Right. But if you eat well, most of the time and you make mindful choices, Mm -hmm. then when you go out on the weekends with your friends, enjoy the slice of pizza, enjoy right. the cocktail. Maybe the whiskey's got Coke in it, right? Yeah. Like <laughs> whatever. So like, enjoy that, enjoy it, have a laugh and right. your body's going to digest it better because you had an emotion of joy with it than mm-hmm. like a, in a negative emotion. Yeah. I believe in that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I believe in that, um, you know, if your body's constantly stressed and if you're mentally stressed as well, I mean, that's just not good for you overall. Yeah. Um, the stress is some of the, one of the biggest things I struggle with. For yeah. Sure. Same, yeah. same here. Uh, just like the other day I was, I just felt stressed from just work and everything the other day too. And I was like, man, I need, I just needed to change something. I needed to go out and just change my environment just for a second. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I just, I literally just went up to the rooftop myself and like, I just took a couple like really big deep breaths and everything and just closed my eyes, meditated for like maybe two minutes. And that's it. Then came right back down to yeah. my apartment and I was like, man, I feel so much better. Like literally just like taking a couple deep breaths, being outside in nature, getting some sun on, on my face. Heck yes. And I just felt like so much better. Like yeah. just from a moment of being like just stressed and just worrying about stuff and like, you know, bills coming in and just all this other stuff. And I was like, man, all I needed to do was go outside, get the sun in my face and take a couple of deep breaths. And like, I felt great. I felt yeah. good. So, well, and that's, that's probably the biggest thing I see in society, right? Mm-hmm. So most people, they could be eating perfectly, but they're not yeah. digesting because everyone is stressed like yeah. from work, from work, stress, what happened in the world. It's always news, Rel- all the things, Yep, right? relationships, <laughs> relationships. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, you know, if you break it down for a client, right, mm-hmm. when you're stressed, your body's in fight or flight yeah. and it's going to send energy into your limbs to run away it's sending energy away from your stomach or you know your core mm-hmm. so it's you need to shift back into your what we say parasympathetic nervous system your mm-hmm. rest and digest so you can actually digest your food so i'm always right. like try to take a few deep breaths before your meals yeah. or like when we were little right we'd say a blessing over our meal that's actually so powerful i'm trying it to is. get back into that like yeah. my family and i would always say a blessing over the meal right but, you know and so if you do that and you're like kind of reset and pause and just focus on the food let your body digest right that way you're actually digesting it. So stress is the biggest one and stress also messes up all of your hormones. Yeah. Um, so speaking of the roof, I did kind of want to mention how we met. Yeah. <laughs> so one night me dressed in like sweatpants and a sweatshirt. Yeah, you're dressed like a hobo. Like yeah, this. I was definitely dressed like a hobo <laughs> from my apartment. Yeah. And I just went up there because it was a full moon that night. Yeah. And I really wanted to see the full moon. I had just made an Instagram post about mm-hmm. cycle syncing to the moon for mm-hmm. my, my girl clients. Mm-hmm. And so I was up there like waiting for the moon. It was, you know, it kind of just gotten dark. So I guess the moon wasn't quite high enough. So I was just hanging out and yeah. then you pop out there and you were like, <laughs> Hey, what are you doing? Um, and I was like, well, just waiting for the moon. I don't, I don't know if it's coming Cause it was kind of right. cloudy. Right. Was, like yeah. and we were like, not sure about it. Right. And so right. we just ended up chatting and talking about life, what we both do. And yeah. that's how we connected. And, and then I figured out you do a podcast and I was like, I am obsessed with podcasts right now <laughs> because my way to reset just like you is right. go for a walk. Yeah. 
whether I'm listening to a meditation, a podcast, music, just something yep. to kind of reset my environment, yep. recharge from the sun, reset my mind. Right. And then, you know, bada bing, bada boom. Yeah. But yeah. when you mentioned you're a podcast host, I was like, oh, you're in my building and you're a podcast host. Let's do it. Like, yeah. let's, I feel like I've listened to so many recently. We need to, I need to like get on and right. share my voice, share my story. So absolutely. It was just kind of a, a spur of the moment. And here we are, which is pretty crazy. I mean, you literally live right down the hall from me, which is insane, <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is cool. But, um, yeah, no, that's awesome. That's awesome. So you're into podcast. So what are your, some of your favorite podcasts that you've been listening to lately? I know I am. Once again, I always think like everything I say sounds cliche sometimes, mm. but I really do enjoy the Skinny Confidential, okay. the Him and Her podcast with Lauren and Michael Bostic. Okay. So they just have a really good range of mm. people and topics, I think, is maybe mm. why I'm drawn to it. So some of them are wellnessy. They're all kind of incorporated back to wellness, Okay. but they'll have wellness, they'll have mindset, people who've written books on self-help or whatever, yeah. whatever you call that. Um I don't know. They just relationship advice, mm-hmm. um, business owners, how to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. So good. all the things I'm totally drawn to. So yeah. I can kind of just like listen through them. So I really love theirs and they're funny. I love podcasts with like yeah. two people, even like the almost 30 ones like, or mm-hmm. lady gang, some of those kind of group podcasts because right. they feed off each other and they get to make jokes. So right. it's, it's enjoyable. Right. Right. It's entertaining. Yeah, yeah. It's entertaining. It's entertaining and educational all at one time, right. <laughs> which is what they do really well. That's awesome. Um, I do listen to a bunch of random miscellaneous ones. Like I love Melissa Wood health just started hers. Okay. Shayla Quinn. She was one of my, I did her yoga inspired life training. She was, mm-hmm. she was in LA now she's in New York, but she has a good, a few good ones. Okay. Um, but man, yeah, I feel like I've listened to a ton. You'd okay. have to scroll through my, my yeah. Apple podcast see what's app. On there. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> but definitely like just to start somewhere in the skinny confidential and just kind of browse okay. through, pick a topic you want to listen to and it can guarantee it'll be good. Okay, yeah. awesome. That's interesting. Yeah, you're like the first girl in a good while that has, when I ask them that question, like, hey, what kind of podcast, if they do listen to podcasts, they're like, oh, I like almost all, the t- like 90% of the time, they're like, oh, listen to like some crime podcast about like some murder. <laughs> that's true. Some, some of like, my friends do listen. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what it is, but like, uh, I don't know. It's funny. It's like a story. Yeah. Yeah. Suspense. Yeah. Suspense. I, w- I will say I like, it. it's funny because my boyfriend, like he likes some of the more manly ones. Mm-hmm. He is like sort of a doctor. I mean, he is a doctor, but nice. I think when the doctors get a little more scientific, he likes those. But for yeah. me, my brain just zones out. I'm like, this is oh, yeah. too in depth. I, I do like that stuff, but I right. almost need the entertainment part too. Right. Like, so it's not too deep, but just the surface enough that I can reset my mindset. Right. Yeah. I don't want to like really be thinking, Right. <laughs> <laughs> but he really likes like the Huberman lab. So the, Oh yeah. That's um, a good one. I do like Max Lugavir. Lugavir. Genius. It might be called genius okay. podcast. Yeah. Um, you would probably really like his. He's also big into the health space. I think his is rated like number one on Apple or iTunes, something like that. Okay. Um, so some of the guy ones I've noticed my guy, I do like theirs, but my guy friends are, and my boyfriend are drawn to those. Interesting. Um, for the guys out there. Interesting. Yeah. I really like the Huberman one. It's a little too much sciencey, but it's like pretty science, but I like getting little doses of it. Like I, I like following him on Instagram and he gets little clippets of his podcast. I'm like, oh, that's yeah. what I like listening to. Just a little clips. If it's a topic I um, want to know about sleep or something, right. I'm, I'm about it. Um, but if it's just something general, I'm like, whoa. Yeah. It's like two hours <laughs> of just like pure science and research and studies. I'm like, oh man, it's, it's interesting stuff. But it is, if you're sure. not like really in tune with that, then it gets a little overwhelming if you're not, you know, used to listening to that stuff. But that is cool. That is interesting. What what kind of doctor is your husband or husband, your boyfriend? <laughs> You're like, I'll keep sure he's by. hoping for that. Yeah. Um, so he just doctor of medicine and then okay. he is in his, the Houston school of acupuncture. So okay. he's a licensed acupuncturist as well. So he's got both kind of the Western and the Eastern, yeah. which I love. He blends it together so well, super knowledgeable. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's great. That's so awesome. Well, I definitely always recommend people to do go to him for acupuncture right. for all the things we've talked about talked about stress or physical pain yes or muscles those things you mentioned a little bit earlier um when you're when you're the night that we met up there and on the rooftop you mentioned a little bit something which caught, caught my eye was something about cycle syncing with women which mm-hmm. obviously i'm not a woman but that sounds just really interesting so what is what is that and what is yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so i guess just to back up a little bit since we've diving in so deep during covid mm-hmm. i got to work from home for about six months okay and that saved me two hours every day because I normally drive almost an hour to work and back. I mean, it depends how bad the traffic is, how many yeah. accidents there are, if it's raining, la, la, la. Right. So, <laughs> some traffic. So I had about two extra hours in my day and I was psyched. And I was like, yes, mm. this is the time I'm getting my nutrition, sir. Like, we're going to mm. do it now. Because I've been working for almost three or four years and mm-hmm. 
you know, I was like, okay, I'm ready to challenge myself again, learn something new. To the new, right? So I did the IIN, which is the Institute of Integrative Nutrition mm-hmm. program. It's one of the most like well-known certifications online. Yeah. And loved that. Got that about in about six months in 2020. <laughs> okay. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I tried to make use of like staying at home in 2020. Right. And then I started, you know, I kind of went back and forth on, okay, do I want to take some of my own clients or do I want to shadow someone? I wasn't, I couldn't quite feel out if I was ready yet. I kind of mm-hmm. took one or two clients to see if I could start from scratch. And I was right. like, Oh, I don't know. Right. So then I messaged this girl, Casey Shea, okay. who had been doing some health coaching for Houston, mm-hmm. um, for a little bit. And I was like, Hey, do you need any help with your clients? Like I'm pretty much willing to do anything. I just kind of need a mentor yeah. and whatever. And at the time she was like, Oh, thanks for reaching out. Like I don't need any help. Yeah. Uh, but then three or four months later, she messaged me back. She's like, I'm swamped, please help. And I was like, of course, like I would love to. So it was a good timing. It right. ended up actually working well. And I started helping her, just getting her clients in, like looking, putting together initial things for them and onboarding them. And I would look, help her make reports. And as I was making reports, I was learning myself kind of not only knowledge, but how to kind of structure something for somebody, mm. right? Cause we provide as a holistic health coach, mm-hmm. I can provide knowledge and accountability. So right. it's kind of like, uh, there's a few pieces of the puzzle. Right. So I got to see a lots of pieces. And then in 2021, I started taking some of my own clients. I started mm-hmm. marketing a little bit more and students wanted to work with me that I had, had been coming to me for a while. Um, even friends, college friends like reached out to me. And so I started taking some of my own clients and that was really powerful. I honestly loved working one-on-one with someone. So we do do virtual coaching, Mm -hmm. but if they're Houston local, I'm always down to meet up. Like I have met some of my clients at cafes and because I I think there's something powerful about just kind of talking through something with somebody. So we just kind of, I want to get an understanding of like, what are your goals? What do you want to work on? And then I take a very holistic approach. Um, so we don't, just do food. Like even if you come to me and you're like, I want to lose weight. Okay. Mm. We will look at food, but we're also going to look at how is your sleep? Right. How are your hormones? Right. All of that. So that kind of gets me into cycle thinking because two of my biggest things are sleep and hormones right. um, to help a client. Things yeah. like kind of under the service you may not be thinking are making a big impact, but make some of the biggest impacts. Absolutely. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's kind of how I got into cycle thinking. And that's really, I guess at a high level sort of giving a woman a tool to sync her cycle to like optimize it. And like, I kind of say like, it's to tap into your own power. Mm. Right. So Mm. we go through phases monthly, Mm. like we have a 28, 32 day cycle. Right. And in each phase you have like a different mental state or different foods support your body in better ways because they Mm. support different hormones. Right. So like, how can we optimize each phase? So you not only feel your best, but you can perform your best. Interesting. So I also have a lot of really busy professionals as one myself. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Um, so like I always say like my, I'm obsessed with like productivity in a mm-hmm. sense. So, okay. When you're like on your period, you're probably not going to have your best productivity, right? You probably should be resting. I would assume so. I mean, I don't know, <laughs> I guess. True, true. <laughs> right. So rest, okay, rest. <laughs> when you're bleeding. Right. Um, and then during ovulation and some of these other phases, you can yeah. like kick it up a notch. Mm. So after when you come off of your period and you, it's a good time to write new goals because you're kind of like starting fresh, right? You've released yeah. and you're starting fresh. Right. So you're starting a new, make a list of goals that you kind of want to tackle in the next month. Right. So that's your follicular. And then in ovulation, you're your most vibrant. So that's like when you're releasing an egg. And so like mm. you're trying to like mating yeah. calls, you know, like, right, right. Come and pregnant me. Time to make a baby. So your body is like really social, really vibrant. Yeah. Um, because of the hormone levels and, and all of everything going on. So right. that's a good time to network, mm. to give a presentation, mm. do a video, like do right. a reel. Right. Um, yeah, go on a date. I mean, right, any yeah. of that relationship or career. Right. And so that's a good time to really get out there, be your extrovert. Mm. And then kind of after that, it kind of goes back down. Like your energy starts to kind of go back down a little bit into the luteal phase. Right. And for me, that's like the detail oriented time. Mm. So wrap stuff up, like finish last details on a reporter or presentation, close mm. out those deadlines, hit submit, mm-hmm. you know, maybe like pay your bills. I don't know. Right. <laughs> kind of close things off so that then you can rest when you get back to your period. Interesting. So it's kind of like a nice ebb and flow and it really helps you like be more powerful throughout right. your life. Yeah. Right. So I'm obsessed with it because of that. And there's different tools for nutrition movements, Mm -hmm. um, to kind of help you support that cycle and get it on track. Cause 
I know you're a guy, but I know right. a lot of women struggle with PMS, missing yeah. periods, yeah. Um, other sort of challenges, or they're on birth control and they're out of tune with that. So mm. I was on birth control for a while when I was yeah. like heavy dating in college and stuff. Right. And during COVID, I ended up, I stopped taking that because I yeah. was like, I guess I don't need this because I'm trapped inside. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's when I really got into it. So I was studying IN. I also read some books on my cycle because I was trying to yeah. like, okay, how do I get my cycle back? Right. When you're on birth control, you're not getting a real cycle. Mm. Um, it's a synthetic placebo kind of thing. Right. And there's, it does, yeah. There's two different types of birth control, right? I mean, for, there's definitely for my, two different types. For my male yeah. audience that are not as educated <laughs> in this part, I guess. <laughs> um, there's two different, right? I mean, that's as far as I know. There's two different ty- two different kinds, right? There's. I don't know that I'm super educated on this, okay. but there's like the pill that the you pill. can literally take, right? And right. it is like synthetic hormones throughout your whole body. Right. And then there's more like targeted ones, like mm. IUDs. Uh, I don't even know the names of all the other ones. Sure. But they're more like specific. So they're trying to just generate hormones like in that area. Okay. Um, more localized is maybe a better word. Right. So the pill is mm, probably kind of the worst and that's probably the one I was on. I, I sure. don't really know. I think they're, none of them are great, but right. you do what you have to do sometimes when something else is a priority, right? right. Like I did not want to have a baby in college, right? So yeah. I was just kind of doing it as a protective measure. Right. Um, and then some people do it because they're exper- they don't feel well and they're mm. experiencing symptoms and it right. is, it does help with that, but it is a bandaid. Right. Like right. most, like most pills right. are. Cause I know a lot of women <laughs> use it not just for, I mean, just not for that reason, but for like, you know, acne and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of other reasons other than just, you know, trying not to conceive. Well, yeah. And there's a frustration with that in, like the women's society, right? So mm. most doctors will just be like, oh, you're struggling with this? Okay, well, try birth control. Right. Yeah, try this pill. Right, here's a pill. <laughs> but once again, it's a Band-Aid. If you stop taking yeah. it, it's going to come back because at the root, it's probably a hormonal imbalance. Right. Um, your stress is, yeah. you know, affecting your gut health or yeah. you took too many antibiotics and your gut health is damaged. And so mm-hmm. your body's all working together. So if something's off, you've got to find that root cause. And there's normally multiple, right? So right. when I work with a client, we're looking at a few. Right. Um, you've got to heal your root cause to heal those symptoms. Interesting. Right. So acne is a symptom of something else going on right. inside of you. Right. That's so interesting. There's this like, I don't even know what this study is from. I've heard this a while back, so I'm just like regurgitating something I heard on the internet. <laughs> but there's this uh, study I heard where um, women who were on birth control while they met their husbands, mm-hmm. and then, you know, they get off birth control, and then, um, you know, they get they married. They don't like their whatever. husband anymore. And then all of a sudden, they don't like their husband anymore. <laughs> like, wait, what's going on here? Uh, I don't know how true the study is, but I just thought that was so fascinating. I've definitely um, seen stuff like that. I've seen studies and articles. I don't. Once again, I don't know how true the studies are. Right. I haven't deep dived into right. it. But I will say, if you're changing your hormones a little bit, you're kind of changing who you are at your essence. Interesting, yeah. And so you're attracted to certain people that you may not be attracted to when you're not on it, when you're like really your true self. Mm, and right. so I think that's kind of what's occurring is like it's it's kind of a fake you versus a real you. Interesting. In a sense, like right. fake hormones yeah. versus your hormones. Yeah. And I... I mean, I, I definitely could maybe see that. Like, mm. I'm not sh- right. I I mean, I dated guys when I was on birth control. And I mean, I liked them when I dated them. But right. I, I like, I don't know that I would date them again off birth control. You know what right. I mean? Like, I'm right. kind of like... Well, you're also a lot more mature now, more wiser, more right. experienced. So who so. really knows what the reason is? But right, right. <laughs> um, so yeah, I could I could see where that is definitely true. And right. I'd be curious to read some more studies on it. Yeah, well. yeah. I, I don't know what the studies were. I just, I had heard about it. I was like, I just thought that was really interesting. I'm like, That's hmm. your power though, right? Like, right. you're kind of taking your power away when you take the pill yeah so, that is you know, very it's your power to find a mate and your that's your body's natural cycle right so there's so many um so many pros i get pros and cons that i've heard about birth control that's it's always interesting hearing other people's perspective obviously as a man as a male i have no idea i mean i've never had to t- i mean i don't think i ever would have a reason to take it um but it's always interesting hearing other people's they might come perspective. Out with that, i've heard know, of that i've I, heard of the mill like, br- i don't know yeah. how, how i feel about that <laughs> I mean, the only way I could think of a pill working like that for man is for for men is it just you know has I guess a whole bunch of estrogen where it kind of like just decreases yeah. your your sperm level. I'm guessing. Yeah. I have no idea, but it sounds weird. I I, I don't want more estrogen. I don't want more estrogen in my body. That's for sure. <laughs> well, I do <laughs> but, think in general, like we're very understanding of clients that come right. to work with us. It's if. If you want to do something for you, okay, sure. we'll work around it. Yeah. Um, and we'll help you improve your health to the best of our ability. Right. And then maybe, cause sometimes what happens is they work with it. Like they're like, I, I want to stay on my birth control, mm. right? Cause they're either scared or mm. have fear of what's going to happen when they get off right. or they do want to be protected from, you know, having a baby or whatever the reason is. Sure. 
And so sometimes we work with them and then they start feeling really good. And they're, then they, it's almost like a trust, right? Mm. Like then they're like, okay, I trust you to help me get off of this. And actually I want to stay with you to help me get off of it and like get back into my cycle. Right. Because they know we're there for them. And that's kind of that accountability piece. Interesting. Um, So yeah. So of course, like if a client wants to keep taking that, like we totally understand it. Everyone has their reasons and right. You can't force people to do things. They have to want to do it on your own. And my boyfriend and I have had good conversations about this. Like yeah. the client has to be ready. Like they have yeah. to want to do it. They have to have a why. Right. And the why can still be, I want to do this to be healthier for my family or my right. kids right. or my career. Right. But at the end of the day, like you still have to make the decision to do it for you because external things change. Right. And you know, maybe the kids grow up and move out. Right. And you just let it go. Right. But right. you got to want to do it for you too. Right. So I always think that's really important. Finding a why for you. Like I want to feel better. Right. Yeah. That's so, so true. That's so true. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I've always heard, there's a saying that I've heard is called, uh, the teacher doesn't appear until the student is ready to learn. I was like, wow, that's a very good, very I good like quote. That. So, um, say that one more time. The, yeah, <laughs> let me write that down. Right, go write that down. So, uh, the teacher doesn't appear until the student is ready to learn is mm-hmm. uh, is a quote that I've heard. So that just, when you're just describing that, you know, people, I guess don't really realize, or they don't realize they need coaching or help or some kind of outside influence to guide them throughout their, through their journey until they realize that they actually, you know, I'm ready to take on this new, this new version of myself, this new task, whatever it is. And I, you know, I need some outside help to help me get right. there. And some um, people don't want to be helped and that's some okay. people don't want to be helped. That's fine. <laughs> um, they just haven't been awakened to what their potential is yet. Potential. So, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. I know you're all about potential. I know you t- constantly are trying to tap into your potential. I try. I love that. I try. <laughs> <laughs> I try this, this past like a uh, little over a year now has been like a definitely like, um, uh, not a learning curve, but, uh, a big journey of self growth for me. Um, cause I, I mean, I've always been the same person, but I've, I've gotten really big into like just health and wellness and just fitness in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to be just very not active at all. And I was, I wasn't overweight, but I wasn't, I definitely wasn't healthy for sure. Mm. Um, so, um, yeah, I just been, once I like got into it, I'm like, I'm hooked. You know, in the beginning I was like, oh, I didn't, I don't want to go into the gym. I don't want to work out or I don't want to eat healthy. But once I started eating healthier, once I started being more active in my body and, and putting myself out there, I just like, man, I needed this this whole time. I just feel so much better mm-hmm. um, going out for walks, going out for runs. I had never went, I had never ran a full mile in my entire life until I was 30 years old. Wow. Yeah. It was just crazy. And uh, when the first time I did that, cause that, that wasn't even that long ago. I mean, that was like a little over a year ago. Um, and uh, when I ran that mile, man, I just felt just euphoric. I mean, like I, right. I, I literally like, like a high. I, yeah, it it's is. A runner's high. It's a runner's yeah. high. And I felt so, I mean, just that. And just knowing that I had never accomplished that before, I was like, literally like, you know, first of all, I was huffing and puffing. I was dying. But when I hit that, <laughs> but when I hit that mile, which is nothing for me now, like a mile is like nothing now. But yeah. when I hit it and I, I was like, man, like for, for a person that wasn't really that active and all that. Uh, I was like literally like in tears. I was like wanting to Aww. cry. I just felt like so accomplished. So yeah. you know, proud of myself that I did that. Um, and then I started getting into Spartan races and doing races and stuff like that. And yeah. Cause you just did that. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just did one recently in Dallas uh, a little over a week, uh, two weeks ago, two weekends ago. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, for people who just aren't into it yet, I mean, you have no idea like mm-hmm. what your, what your potential is until you just make that first step. And then you realize like, wow, I actually I feel, feel so, so much, much better. better. Exactly. And then it like flips. Yeah. Right. So I yes. don't know if this happens to you, but like, there's this time where you're like, oh, I don't want to eat healthy. Like, I don't want to go to sleep. Yeah. Like, I just want to go drink with my friends, whatever it is. Right. And then once you start doing it and you feel better, it's like you switch. You're like, I don't want to eat unhealthy. Like, I don't want to go out drinking with my friends. I'm going to feel like shit tomorrow. Right. Like, right. you're like mindset flips. And so then right. you're like getting judged for the opposite. And I'm yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. People are always like, chill. It's okay. If you don't eat healthy all the time. And I'm like, no, I just like, don't want that. Right. Like, I don't want that. Like right. soda or yeah. candy, whatever it is. Yeah. Alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just don't want that drink today. Like I'm good. But right. you know, I do love an occasional like margarita. Like, yeah, let's go. But <laughs> some margs. <laughs> that's funny. Well, that's really cool. I mean, so you sound um, like you're very passionate for what you do, obviously. Um, so you are on wellness for Houston is your Instagram. You said is your Instagram, but your personal, what's your personal page? Cause you so did, my personal is yeah. a little hard. It's, I, I don't even say it right. Okay. It's Asana and Asai. And Asana is a Sanskrit word okay. meaning pose in mm-hmm. yoga. So when you hear words like Malasana, Shavasana, that's like corpse pose or seated pose, right? Like, so they're, it's like something pose. Right. Um, and I kind of created this Instagram as like a yoga at first, but then it just became the only one I was posting to. So I've kept with it all these years and any that I had before they've just trickled off. Right. Um, so it's Asana Asaim. Okay. And my dream was always to open a studio that had like an Asaim 
bar in it, right? Mm. So like, you know, you've been to a black salon, they partner yeah. with Juice Land. So you go to yoga, then you get your acai bowl or your smoothie on the way out. Right. And I just love that combo. Super refreshing. Right. Um, so it kind of came from that and they were kind of two pillars that meant something to me. So it's movement and nutrition, Okay. you know, and everything else in between. Mm. But that's kind of where that name came from. And I, my name's Alexis and right. I love A's. I'm an Aries, all those things. Give me all the A's. Give all the A's. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so that's where that comes from. So you can follow my personal and I, I do share like lots of health tips, uh, yoga, when my classes are like miscellaneous, everything. Okay. And then wellness for Hugh is more, it also got birthed because yoga students and clients would be like, well, where do you recommend I go get a massage or where mm. do you recommend this? Right. And instead of just keeping it all in my head and recommending stuff, I was like, let me go ahead and create a more public forward facing page where yeah. people can go scroll through right. and be like, Oh, she posted about this massage therapist. Like I'll go check her out. Right. And so I also try to really ask the local business owners, cause since they are local, they will work with you. Right. Yeah. Like if it's a monopoly or a chain, okay. Trying to get to the, the person that right. can give you a discount code is like a super challenge. Right. Um, but if it's just a person person, so like Katie out a new state of being like, she'll give mm -hmm. you $10 off your first appointment, your first massage. So awesome. she's phenomenal. Love her. Yeah. Um, and there's a, a million great people that I started featuring and I want to feature. That's awesome. <laughs> so yeah. So it's kind of like a little bit of both. Yeah. And that's true. And the only thing I will say about the wellness for Hugh is not only am I featuring people, we're now creating events. Oh, cool. So okay. I'm kind of, kind of, yeah, crafting it into a wellness events page too for Houston. Yeah. And we've started doing some gals walks. So okay. we started with the gals. We'll let y'all join eventually. <laughs> <laughs> guys and gals. We'll have like, maybe like Valentine's will do like right. a, a guys and gals. Sorry, boys. Um, yeah. I just like women <laughs> to feel like in a safe space sometimes. That's awesome. No, yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's so awesome. I, we, we do gals walks once a month or every other month and mm -hmm. you can just come out join us for free. Bring your dogs if you want. And we just pick a route in the Heights or something that okay. has, you can, walks past cafes. Right. You can grab a latte on the walk. We do some stretching, fun right. stuff. We play music. Right. And it just gets you out in the movement in the sun and just makes you feel better for the rest of the day. Right. Cause anytime someone works with me, comes to a class, comes to an event, I always want them to feel better than when they first arrived. Right. Um, so that, and then we're also going to do some yoga pop-ups around town cool. at the people's businesses that we featured too. Yeah. So we try to work with the business owners that we featured. Yeah. Um, so we have an upcoming yoga class at Mala Market and Mala Market is a space that has local vendors from around Houston in it. So there's like a bunch of little vendor pop-ups in that space, but they have okay. a studio as well. Sweet. So I'm super psyched um, because, you know, you can come to the event, but then you can shop around the local vendors. Right. Um, so yeah. Support so just business. kind of, yeah, it's like supporting local, feeling better, wellness, community, all the things I'm super passionate about. That's awesome. Okay. So I'm going to, cause I, cause your Instagram handle, uh, your personal, it's a little difficult. <laughs> so I'm going <laughs> to totally. link it. So for you guys who are listening here on the show, um, just click on the description of the podcast and then there'll be a link there. You can just literally just click on it and take her right to her Instagram page yeah. and you can follow both of those pages there. Yeah. Austin on the sides, A-S-A-N-A and A-N-D and then S-I is A-C-A-I. Got it. Okay. Well, lots of A's. Lots of A's. <laughs> <laughs> we'll link that. So, um, so let's talk about that. Let's talk about the airy stuff. Cause, uh, I, we talked a little bit about this too, actually yeah. when we were on the rooftop, um, just about like, um, I guess astrology and things like that, which I know nothing about it either as well, but you have a little bit more knowledge about it. So, um, yeah. what, what does that mean? Like, what does it mean that you're, you said you're an Aries, right? Yeah. So, so I'm an April birthday and I'm an Aries. Um, okay, April. And, and to really kind of probably answer your question you asked me earlier about cycle syncing, the reason we were mm. up looking at the full moon is because you can sync your cycle to the moon cycle. The moon mm. cycle is like 28, 30 days. Right. Every month there's a full moon and a new moon. Right. And the full moon is when it's bright outside. Most people sync ovulation to that because it's like a nightlight, right? It's right. like baby making nightlight. Right. And, uh, so it's a time to play. And then new moon is like black, dark. Mm -hmm. It's very like, you can't really see it. Um, and that's a time to rest. So okay. most people have their periods synced to that. And that's pretty like legendary standard. Um, right. And then if people are off of that, it could mean there's something going on in their life, like healing. Hmm. Um, if you're flipped, cause I've been flipped before. It could mm -hmm. mean you're an entrepreneur, like very leadership, very outgoing and your right. body like sort of knows right. that it's not a good time to have a baby because you're giving all of your energy into the baby of your business or something, mm. right? Like that is your baby. Right. And so you could be flipped and where you're right. like ovulating on a new moon and vice versa. Correct. Um, so it's really interesting to me. So I'm really interested by astrology, moon phases. And then I, growing up, everything I've ever read about an Aries, like is almost true about me. Mm, okay. <laughs> like, I'll read it and be like, that's so me. Yeah. Like, you know, and I'm really like the second to last day of Aries. So the next one is Taurus Okay. and Taurus. So Aries is fire mm -hmm. and then Taurus is earth. Mm -hmm. 
you might want to look that up yeah, real quick. Uh, I'm pretty sure <laughs> it's not water or air, but okay. Um, so Aries is very fiery. I'm very fiery. I'm very passionate leader. Okay. Project manager at work, right? Like I kind of like to be leading. Um, so my boyfriend may say I'm bossy, <laughs> <laughs> which is very true. Okay. <laughs> um, but right, it runs in the family. I'm sure. I'm like my dad is so bossy. Okay. Um, but yeah, so you kind of those kind of qualities, very fiery, outgoing, sometimes boss babe, and then. Taurus, which is earth, is like grounded yogi connected with nature. So that's probably where that comes out of me sometimes like because okay. it's it's next and I'm right on the edge. Interesting. Um, so I can be really extrovert or introvert. And I've noticed my introvert side more over the years. It's really yeah. interesting. Um, you don't take me as an introverted person at all. I know. Yeah. I will talk to about anybody, but I do have some days where I just want to lock myself in my apartment and yeah. recharge. And whether that's watching TV or cleaning or... Yeah. Or literally some days I book like three self-care appointments in a row. I'm like, I'm going to my massage. I'm going to my acupuncture, my facial, whatever. Wow. <laughs> like I just yeah. stack some stuff for me for a day and I have a me day. Okay. So I need a me day every now and then to recharge with like no people around. Yeah. Um, and so that's maybe where I've noticed it a bit. And that could just be because I'm so busy yeah. these days right. that I, I need to like counterbalance it to bring me mm. back into balance. Right. Whereas like if you're kind of always in balance, you can keep that extrovert energy. Right. So it's just, you got to be in tune with what you need. Right. So right. everyone's gonna be a yeah. little bit different, but I will talk to anybody. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> just good and bad. Probably too. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Um, I'm reading my, I just pulled up my, I'm Sagittarius. I, again, I really know a whole lot about horoscopes. I'm mm. just curious to see what this is. So I'm gonna read it. Fire sign too, right? Is it? I have no idea. Okay. Read. Know, you yeah, tell me. Okay. See. So Sagittarius, uh, just some random article I pulled up. It says the Sagittarius values independence and the ability to do what they want. Mm-hmm. Uh, they want, uh, oh, when they want above all else, they are adventurers, risk takers, and they have a sharp business and sports mentality. Sagittarius, uh, Sagittarius natives are known for their emotional intelligence, which helps them connect with others. I feel like that really does connect with me. Um, it's interesting, yeah. right? It kind of lets you, it kind of helps you learn about yourself. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's, so the way that your Zodiac sign works is like the day and time you were born. So the day you were born, the way the planet signed up, mm-hmm. that defines your, your sun sign, which is your Sagittarius. Mm-hmm. And then the time can also tell you your moon sign and your ascendant, which is more, your emotions or kind of like behind the curtain. Mm. Um, so the, the sun sign is kind of your outward right. personality and then the rest are kind of like more inward. And, uh, so yeah, that's really interesting. And I just pulled it up too. It says Sagittarius is a fire sign and mm. it says Aries is the first strike of the flame. Mm-hmm. Leo is a regal earth hearth. I can't even say that. <laughs> and then Sagittarius is a bonfire. So you get to be a bonfire. So nice. <laughs> you're going to just step into that power Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and to make some s'mores. Make some s'mores. Um, oh, that sounds delicious. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting because I do find, I feel like I have like little sparks of flames where mm-hmm. I like have a lot of energy, but then sometimes I need to like rest again. <laughs> yeah. I could relate to that too. Actually quite a bit. Very cool. You burn out that bonfire. You're like, okay, now I really need to rest. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I have my moments. I actually consider myself a little bit more extrovert or more introverted than extroverted. I, uh, I can that. definitely balance both, but, um, yeah, I like my me time too. <laughs> yeah. So everybody go look up their sign and yeah. see what it says about them and it, see if you agree or disagree. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually really curious now. I might have to look more into mine. I'm just, I never looked into it, but, uh, I'm going to look into my sign a little bit more. Yeah. Now. And just, it, it can kind of tell you like who you're drawn to too, which I think is kind of fun. Like mm. I, I've dated a lot of fire signs. And a lot of air signs. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's what I'm supposed to be doing or not doing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but right, like sometimes if two fire signs, like when I dated a fire sign, like we started butting heads because oh, it was yeah. like almost too much fire. Right. You know, so you almost need like a balance. Mm. So like my boyfriend now, he's a Pisces, which I think is water fish. Okay. So he can kind of like calm me down, which and that's a nice blend, right? So I can get really fiery. Then he like calms me back down, like puts the <laughs> fire out with his water. <laughs> he's like, okay, babe, it's okay. <laughs> Breathe. Yeah. Um, and that's his like healing acupuncture vibe too but oh, that's so true. It's, right. it can also let you know like just about yourself and your relationships and right. things like that and who you can connect with and mm-hmm. whether romantically or just friendship wise and that's interesting i'm gonna look forward yeah that's probably why we connect right because we're both mm-hmm. very fiery and want to create and yeah. are passionate and so here we are yeah true awesome well alexis it was really awesome having you on the podcast today we're wrapping up here almost at an hour already um Perfect. is there anything else you want to cover before we kind of wrap everything up here i mean we quite oh, we gosh. covered quite a bit of stuff but definitely um, come see me at a yoga class whether yes. that's at the studio b or around town pop up for wellness for heal follow yes. me on awesome on the side that's the best place to message me if you want to work one-on-one with me for okay. health coaching okay the la- i did want to say i um I am working on a cycle syncing ebook. We talked about that a lot. 
And okay. I'm going to try to release that in August. So awesome. in about a month. So maybe around the time this podcast comes out Yeah. and I will figure out a way that you can purchase that. But I really want to kind of create a source that women can just read and have on hand right. to tune in and tap into their power. So, That's awesome. you know, maybe not everybody can work with me one-on-one, but sure. they could have that as a resource. So I, resource. I do want to create more resources for people in workshops around town. So stay tuned for that. That is cool. And yeah. Awesome. And uh, do you have, I saw you have an email list, I think earlier, right? I do. I just started a monthly newsletter to kind of like announce events. And once again, you can just message me or email on any of my Instagrams. Um, yeah, that's the easiest way. Let me know your email if you want to be on it and I'll add you to it. A lot of the people that come to the events, I add them on. Um, and then I just, once a month before I post it, I'm just like, Hey, if anybody wants, wants it, yeah. drop your email here. So you <laughs> just watch that story. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go, guys. I'll make sure you give a follow to Alexis and, Thank uh, you. check her out, uh, check her out at a, at a yoga studio or follow her online. And, uh, yeah, she has some, definitely some really cool content for you guys to, to take a look at. So other than that, thank you for coming on to the podcast. It was awesome uh, hearing you. your story and seeing how you like, um, you know, I, I definitely see you're very passionate about helping others and sharing that with other people. So that's awesome. And, uh, we'll look forward to another show later on in the future. So. Sounds great. Thank you so much, Randy. All right. You're welcome. You guys take care and we'll see y'all on the next one. Peace.